Welcome everyone in the JDI Connect community. We are on another episode of our podcast, These Are Our Kids, a podcast for JDI Connect. My name is Beth Oprish and I am joined by my co-host. I'm Shavante Keaton. Hey, Beth. Sound like you're like really like some announcer or something there, Siobhan. Oh, I've been I've been practicing my podcast voice. I've been wow, I'm impressed. (laughs) I'm impressed. Well, we are here for another episode of These Are Our Kids, and we're really excited for our guest today. We are joined by the fabulous Carmen Terrones, and we are just so excited that you've joined us. And we know that people in JDI land probably know you, but for those who don't know you, Carmen, we'd love for you to just kind of tell us a little bit about who you are and the work that you're doing out here for our young people and our communities. Hi, Carmen. Welcome. Hey, Carmen, before you go, I just want to say that this might have been the first fight Shavante and I have ever had. Who's more excited to have Carmen, Beth or Shavante? <laughs> Beth usually is more excited about all things, but I don't know. I don't know. I think I might be winning this one. <laughs> you guys are so sweet. This is so beautiful. Uh, <laughs> well, you made my day. You made me feel good. I have a long day ahead of me, so this is a great start to my day. Um, so just a little bit about myself. I'm not going to um, really talk because I have a lot of years on this earth, but I am a Chicago community resident and I work to engage and strengthen and empower the communities to lift their voices. Um, you know, my background is as we, you know, categorize ourselves in system. I worked with our institution juvenile departments for over 25 years. But in that experience, I felt it was critically important to take that and share that with our communities to further um, empower them to do the work that they need to do to um, reduce our reliance on institutions and really take charge as individuals in our community of our well-being. So that's what I do right now. And you are right when you opened up that these are our kids. And that should be the center focus of our work. So if you keep that in mind every day you wake up, you're gonna be better for it. This is not about us. We have to broaden and aspire and inspire at a larger level, so yeah. And you do that, Carmen. I mean, I've had the privilege of knowing you for you know a few of those years that you've graced this earth, not just walked on this earth, but graced <laughs> this earth, right? And you do do that. You do mm-hmm. inspire people with your work. So we appreciate that. And we appreciate you taking time with us today. So we're going to jump into the first question, right? Season two, we're asking everybody the same questions. So what your 2020 was a year, was it not with everything that transpired? Um, We had uh, and still have this pandemic that is killing a ton of people. We had racial reckoning that was years in the making. We had and we had also an election that I don't even know what to say about that, right? So what, what's a lesson that you, that 2020 might have taught you? Well, we talk about lessons. I look at it a little differently. So if I may say, you know, what 2020 has illuminated for me, it's affirmed that there are good people and there are people who are doing their best to challenge those who still may need a lot of information and a lot of healing 
because we saw this nation go through so much, but the folks who have not taken the opportunity to heal, process as another word for that, um, have really made us think about what we're doing as system reformers, as people existing in this world, right? So I think for me, 2020 has really affirmed that what I am doing is what I should continue to do, right? And I think if we look back, we should look at that as a lesson in our book. When we call ourselves that, yeah, we're trying to do the things for kids in our community, are we really? What did 2020 show you of what we may not be doing, what we may not know? And how are we taking that initiative, initiative and motivation to learn more? under strategies of collaboration, of accompanying our folks, of stopping to hear that person who is spewing this, I'll categorize it, hate, and listening to what has harmed their life and why they are thinking in that way, and why they're in these spaces in a violent way, right? Demonizing those is pretty hard unless we reflect and look at ourselves and how we are also working too address them because without them we can do very less with them we can do a lot more if we change their mindset and walk them through that healing process so for me 2020 was full of wonderful experience of opportunity to learn more of who i am and how i do this work and also knowing there are a lot of folks who will benefit from sitting in spaces and practicing listening and sharing yeah. And that's, that's important. And it makes me think about, you know, when we talk about this work and how important collaboration is and kind of how we spoke to earlier about you're, you're so good at that in terms of really making sure that you are modeling different um, values in the work that you're doing in community, but then you're bringing folks in. You're not just saying, hey, I'm Carmen, I know this stuff, or I know how to do this, or I have this experience, but who can I connect with? Who can I bring in um, on this journey with me to, to make this, um, our communities and this this nation a better place for our kids and for ourselves. And so I think just sharing how that really is something that um, 2020 taught you and how you're continuing to do that work is is super important. And I think it just speaks to you know what we know about you. And so with those lessons, Beth, I see that. Yeah, I, I just got it. It's Carmen. Carmen is the personification of walking the walk. Yeah, not just talking the talk. So that's true. The lessons, Carmen, that you just shared with us in, in, that that have resonated, or the 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 opportunities twenty twenty has 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 shown you that just I'm glad we, we recorded it because I couldn't repeat <laughs> it and it couldn't have been said any better. So <laughs> yeah. So with with you sharing that and looking ahead to this year and and taking what we've learned. Um, or what you've learned in 2020, what what could you say that you're hopeful for in 2021? What are some of the things that you're hoping to do or hoping to see um, in this work and just um, for our communities in general? Well, I think, you know, I go to the word courageous. It takes courage to do this work, one, but it also takes courage to speak truth. So I'm looking um, to everyone to be more courageous and speak the truth moving forward mm -hmm. and utilizing their voice as their strength through the knowledge that they've received, right? 
So I am prepared to continue to do that in all the spaces that I am in. And I intentionally am seeking those spaces out by invitation so that I could continue to share my thoughts and make connections for folks so that they can also receive those ingredients so that they can speak with confidence, mm-hmm. knowing that it's going to impact, you know, the broader community, right? You know, and I want to share with you um, some of the work that I'm doing because I'm writing this restorative justice manual. I came across this beautiful quote from Cesar Chavez. And I think it speaks to, it can speak to many. So I want to share this right now with you because I think it gives us hope in 2021. And he spoke about it again, years ago, right? Mm -hmm. So we cannot seek achievement for ourselves and forget about progress and prosperity for our community. Our ambition must be broad enough to include the aspirations and needs of others for their sakes and our own. If we don't recognize how we also will not be, then without do encouraging others, right? Mm-hmm. We sit safe, the words I'm gonna use safe, we, use, we will sit safe and we will feel loved if we also work, right? With the larger community in our community. Um, so I really encourage people to know Whatever we leave out there is going to impact us. Whatever we nurture out there will also do the same. Yeah, that's powerful. And it's that quote, you know, like you said, that that was years ago and to, to see how it just fits in so perfectly with, with what we're talking about. And I think that's such a powerful value that hopefully in 2021 we'll see is that it's, you know, it reminds me of a quote and I can't think of who said it, but just in terms of like, what impacts me impacts you. We're all connected and I shouldn't be striving just to make my life better, but my life is so interconnected to my community and to others that I should want the entire, you know, the entirety of our communities to be well so that I will also be well. So I think that's such a powerful um, way that we can move through life um, and hopefully take what we've seen in 2020 and really change um, change those dynamics by looking at ourselves as interconnected to one another. So I think that's that's really powerful, Carmen. You know, and I think it leads us to our, our kind of next question about equity, right? If I improve, when one group improves, we all improve, but we don't look at it that way, right? We think, oh, if somebody else gets some kind of privilege or some kind of power or some kind of thing, then that takes away from me, right? Mm-hmm. And so we, we need to kind of change that narrative. Um, but we need to really, we, you know, 2020 brought us, unfortunately, more examples of the dispropor- disproportionate treatment of Black and Brown people. I mean, coronavirus is hitting those communities um, harder than other communities. And it's not like, you know, with the the deaths of George Floyd and Breonna Taylor and Ahmaud Arbery, that those, that's the only time that's ever happened in the history of this country. I mean, unfortunately, these are just continued examples, right, of lives lost you know, not lives, lives taken, right? Um, Way before they should have in ways they should never have. So 2020, we're talking about it again, but Carmen, how do we take the talk and make it the walk? How do we make it, 
how do we how do we okay that's good we're talking about it and that's good that there's this you know conversation about being an anti-racist racist as opposed to just not being racist but but how do how do we make it impact the work in our communities and start treating people the way they deserve to be treated so in my world you know it's a practice you know, I think we practice very well in talking ourselves into things, out of things, or just sitting there, right? Um, I believe that the past teaches us to be present in the space, and then the present action you take will inform your future. So when you're speaking, and I hear you speak, I hear like, okay, well, this is why we're at, because all we're doing is talking, and that's presently what I'm doing now, but how is it action-focused so that our future could look differently than it's looking now? But I embrace what's happening now as relates to the equity conversation because folks are speaking their true self, right? It may not be the most safe way, but those folks that entrench themselves and have enclosed themselves, which is the white community and just willing to speak behind closed doors, which I would put in a container of maybe middle class those folks are what we need to engage in encouraging them to not just hold conversations or not just speak, but how do you take an action, right? And I know folks, and I speak to that because I'm in those spaces right now, speaking to white communities, because I live in a white community, so I'm intimately in those discussions, right? And so when you ask me that question, it's an everyday action. We really should commit every day when we wake up to be excited about how we can impact equity. Just by knocking on your neighbor's door and saying hi, doing something. You know, we talk about all these kindness actions. You can put equity into action too, right? I'm a firm believer, like when I go to my, my neighbors, I'm like, hey, how about that Biden, right? Okay, okay, you know, we talk about it. We put that out there because they can take it from me because we have a relationship right? I build those relationships so they can listen. It doesn't mean they're going to take action overnight, but they're going to listen and they're going to think about it, right? And so I've been working with that piece for over 25 years as since I've lived in that community, right? So they will listen to me. They will allow me in spaces that they may not allow others. They speak freely about their biases, and then I can impact their learning. And then I can take them to that next step of their journey. So really just being a pebble in their pathway. And I think we can all do that. It doesn't mean you have to be courageous and say, hey, you guys just did it wrong in your practice. No, you can simply say, look, can I share with you what I'm doing about my work today? And then have them ask you questions about that because that's a learning and that's developing a relationship. That's building trust. That's building your courageous a person to be courageous about taking that to the next level to talk to the Casey folks about stuff, right? That's taking it to the next level to put your statement on the discussion post on JDI Connect and encourage other folks to speak their truth, right? So you have to start as a person to start practicing and practice with everyone that you come across in the public setting, in your, in your home, because in your home, and this is truth, maybe truth for others, I don't know, but for me it is, I have nine siblings. I have police officers, boy, those are tough conversations, but I at least got them to a place where they're no longer reactive. They're listening to Carmen, right? And that's beautiful to me. That's like, dog, did you see that girl? She just didn't say anything, right? So 
we need to know how we can be impactful on the conversation if we genuinely bring ourselves to the table without judgment, but listening, don't make with assumptions, come with information and don't take it personally, guys. If you guys take it personally, this is not the business for you because you are an advocate for a community of young people who need your voice. So you need to strengthen up that armor and you need to be able to say, how can I do this best? And the best way is practice it on other people that you have an existing relationship with. Practice it daily, slowly, because you will then be able to do whatever you want to do and feel comfortable with your words and your actions. I love what you said about the developing relationships. You know, I mean, we've, you know, PGI is going through this equity journey, right? And we, we frequently talk about like calling people in to really try to understand where everyone's at and to really listen intently and to be yourself authentically. And I feel like that's kind of what you're saying is be who you are, right? And get to know people and have conversations. Mm -hmm. I just, I, yeah, that's, it sounds so yeah. simple, but that can have such an impact. And I really yeah. appreciate that. Yes. And I think the other piece of, of what you shared that um, is resonating with me is it's interesting because you're, we, we talked about like, how can we take conversation to action? And what you're sharing is once you practice those conversations and it becomes a part of who you are and you feel confident and courageous in um, approaching equity in, in conversations that may be uncomfortable, then you take away that, that fear or that barrier to then be bold in action. So I think that's really perfect of, of both saying how powerful conversation is, but how the daily practice of strengthening that muscle of, of courageous conversation will then make action more, um, probable because you you aren't afraid because you've done that so much and so it's it's kind of like that riding a bike like those first few times it's going to be tough and you may fall off and you could easily be like oh this no this is hard I'm not doing this but the more you have those conversations around equity and what you can do that actually develops into a practice of you addressing um, inequity and then you become bolder and and more courageous in being able to then take that into action so I think that's that's a perfect um, way that we can frame it for, for all folks. Like conversation is important. Building relationships is important. Building trust is important. But by doing that, you're actually creating a practice of now you can um, translate that into action. So I, I really, I'm gonna take that into all my conversations now to share with folks. Like we don't wanna downplay how important discussing this is, but let's take that discussion and have it translate into the practice of being courageous. So. Yeah. Well, and I just really like, I mean, the simple message, like I'm just like hearing it for the first time now, you know, mm -hmm. the got the Carmen effect happening, right? That <laughs> that the conversation is the action. Mm -hmm. Right? That 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 puts you on that path. That is part of that. Very well Car said. Carmen, Carmen is she's like, finally, Beth. I mean, I've only talked to you for the last <laughs> 20 years. You're finally getting something. So, so I know sweet. we got to wrap up here. So Shavante is going to bring us home with the last question, but man, yeah. conversation all day long. I know I'm always, I, I always think of, I'm 
Carmen and I had a conversation a while back and every time I talk to Carmen, I just get so many gems or I'm like writing down like courage, be bold, like just, you know, so you, you always are sharing so much wisdom and you've talked a little bit about, you know, what you do um, in community, but really I just want to wrap us up by asking you kind of what is your why? What is the reason? What motivates you to keep in this work? Like you said, you've, you've been in different seats and worn different hats um, over your time working in, in the system and outside of the system, but what keeps you going? What is really that motivating factor of why this work is so important to you and why you show up every day as who you are um, to do this work? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I want to, I want to say that I have to wake up every day excited about the work that I do. And in order for me to do that every day, I have to believe and desire to challenge the status quo of how we do business in the justice system and in this world, right? So I do this work because I enjoy going against the grain, challenging the folks, because I know that with people are doing now, decision makers isn't working for our communities, right? So with that said, I bring my voice to the community to give them the strength that they need in order for them to challenge the status quo, right? In order for them to understand that they have to be their own advocate. But I know it is not as simple as saying that. So I have to accompany them with my voice, my courage, my strength, my lens of knowledge that they may not have and not demonize them, not judge them for what they don't know, but know that they don't know it because they don't. And until they know what they're gonna do better, right? So as everyone knows that saying, right? When you know better, you should do better. They still may not. Our role is to accompany these folks because if we say we know more, we talk about it, we learn more, we're more privileged education, we're in different spaces. I wanna make sure that I bring my voice to those folks who will benefit from it so they can do this tough job of being a human being, right? It's so tough being human on this earth. And I think that's a real important statement for us to acknowledge and recognize because in order to deal with everything that you all saw in 2020 and what we're gonna to have to prospectively look at and plan and strategize for 2021, it's hard, it's gonna be hard. And so we have to really understand that to be our calling, right? So I feel my responsibility to myself and to the community that I love and all those that I will learn to love even deeper is challenge that status quo, challenge the traditional way that is not working for you and wake up knowing what did you learn about yesterday and what can you do better today, right? And how do you bring that voice and that learning to others who deeply need it so they can take charge of their own individual journey? You can only accompany folks as much as they want you to. So I'm here to accompany people. I'm here to hold their hand. I'm here to make them feel that you're okay and life is all right and let's move forward, right? And do it joyfully because when you see the impact of what you do, and I'm gonna close with saying this because 
you know, when we talk about our why, people give a background to that. Oh, my family this, my family that, because stories do create your why, right? I got a call, um, today's Friday, I got a call Wednesday of a young lady. She was writing me emails and texting me on my phone. And I've had my phone forever, this, this number. And she says, do you remember me? I really need to talk to you. You know, she starts complimenting me of everything that I did for her and where she's at right now and how wonderful she is and how happy she is because I contributed to her well-being, right? She was very complimentary of that. I thought, who is this, right? <laughs> so it, it was a young lady who I worked with 10 years ago. And she said, you know what? You really changed my life just by listening to me and sharing what you knew and helping me through the most difficult times. And I'm doing that, you know, beautiful, but I know that I can do this. And she, you know, she was very self-reflective of where she's at right now and the beautiful place that she sits with her family. And she asked me, she goes, I need your help to help me help others in my family so they can recognize that they are good people and they can do this. She was just using such beautiful language. And so the universe sends to us these messages these messengers that what we're doing, we're doing well and keep on doing it and keep on giving that voice to, to the community, to people who need that and support them, right? Without judgment, without expecting anything in return, without assumptions and just do it, just do it. So I wanna share that story because that energized me for 2021 to know, okay, not that I needed to hear, but it was a great thing to hear, right? We're human, as we say, as I say. So I know why I do this, because I know my voice will give them further wings for them to fly on their own and be that person that they want to be. So we need to accompany folks where they're at and know that everybody, everybody in this world is doing their best. And yes, we can do better, but it's our responsibility to awaken that and inform that because it's in our best interest too. Well, Carmen, I got to tell you that for those times that it's difficult to be human, it's a lot easier when they have a Carmen in their lives. So yeah. thank you so much again for joining us on this episode of the podcast. For our listeners, if you want more Carmen, she's all over JDI Connect. So connect with her on JDI Connect. We certainly appreciate you tuning into this episode and excited to see you for the next one. Thanks for joining. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Thank you, ladies. Thanks, Carmen. Yeah.